Bex here. Um, today on podcast, we're actually one person short. However, we have a special guest, um, and she's a really special friend of mine. Um, but before you guys are worried, Michelle is not. She's not leaving. She's just not here for the week. And instead of kinding, kind of putting off an episode, I decided that it would be a really great time to talk to my friend. Moon Pie <laughs> about a subject that you guys have been very curious about, which is polyamory. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Hello. Um, this is my friend Moon Pie, and what better way to introduce her than to kind of just let her introduce herself? Um, well, first off, what kind of account do you run? Like, Moon Pie, what is it that we should know about you as a small intro? I'm a fucking meme lord. <laughs> <laughs> I shitpost constantly, and I've honestly been trying to reel back, but my story is full of memes and just things mm. that I find relatable. I'm on a journey of self-growth and betterment, and um, part of that is being polyamorous and, like, what that means to me. Yeah, and yeah, And what that yeah. means to other people, and yeah. I hope that, like, the things that I share are relatable and, like, funny or just, like, give you kind of, you know, like, something to, like have in your day and just like look at yeah i mean <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend following her you, you guys have definitely seen her in my shibari shoot she's <laughs> actually the model that i am either hugging or am really close to i do yeah <laughs> i do shout in out the to Sin black yes Sin black mvp there um and so we kind of decided that we want to talk about polyamory today because a lot of you guys have been asking us individually questions about polyamory like is it the right fit for us is it something that you know I should consider and more so I think y'all are just kind of curious about it and what better way to talk about it than with two people practicing polyamory um so moon pie you are poly is that I correct am. yeah I have been practicing polyamory as a last summer so what is it it's 2018 summer yeah um and it started for me from kind of like a really unhealthy place mm. but over the past year and like in talking to many other polyamorous friends and doing my own kind of research I know the ethical slut is the poly bible don't come <laughs> at me I haven't read it um but yeah there's a lot of accounts on Instagram that I followed in uh search of educating mm. myself and also just trying to be a more communicative and honest and open person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and since, you know, you're talking about books and things like that, how did you begin your process? Like, why did you feel that it was something that would be a good fit for you in your life? Oh, gosh, that's a very personal question because my uh, experience of it was, you know, again, it was from a place of grieving and trauma mm. and my partner at the time could not give me what I needed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also was not giving him what he needed. I don't want to make it, I don't want to blast anybody. It's yeah, just, we're not yeah. together. That's the end. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, that summer was really tough for me. And I was seeking comfort from friends, from family, from just anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, And in that relationship, I was trying to open up, you know, what it could mean for me to be able to have that comfort from other people, yeah. whether it be romantically, sexually, platonically, whatever it was. Because mm -hmm. I didn't know at the time what I needed, and he couldn't give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was something that we had discussed prior, but it didn't really work out that way in our relationship. And, yeah, I just ended up reconnecting with a lot of old friends who are also just so happened to be poly. Right, right, right. Um, right. And I spoke a lot to them, and I met my primary partner for the second time again mm -hmm. <laughs> around that time. And 
that is, he is one of my biggest sources of like inspiration and uh, communication as well as like being able to be really, really vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see. That's super interesting because it's like, I feel that our stories are pretty similar since I also discovered polyamory at a time when I felt really hopeless and like it was a really tough emotional time for me. Um, I know that a lot of you guys have kind of like fangirled over my wifey. Um, She's great. (laughs) And I love her, obviously. The but is that like when we were monogamous, we just didn't work out. Like, and we have no shame in talking about it. Like, it's not something that we're like, oh, damn it, that's such a dark hidden secret. It's like, no, like we weren't working out. And as a result, um, I was just really unhappy. Um, And the main issue was that I am pretty sexual, like, pretty hypersexual and she's asexual and because we were so young when we met she didn't know what it was at the time and that just made me felt like undesirable Mm -hmm. like I was somehow the reason why she didn't want to touch me or didn't want to be intimate with me and of course now we know that that she doesn't want to be intimate with anybody it's not that she's aromantic it's that she's asexual right um but we decided to be Holly, because that way we could still be together, still be in each other's lives. Yeah, exactly. Without tearing each other down and just ending up like toxic and really hating each other um, and stuff like that. So I don't know, this is maybe a little bit divergent, but Mm -hmm. like to everybody telling me that I have like the perfect relationship and stuff like that, like, I don't know. It's such a crazy idea because back then we were not perfect. We were so bad. I think it's really important to acknowledge a shift in yeah. the dynamic. And, yeah. And the way that you are now versus mm-hmm. then and like how much growth you've Yeah, like, exactly. Exhibited. Yeah, right. Um, I think people don't see that growth because it's not like we don't grow anymore, but it's like less ta- like tantamount. It's not like yeah. every day is a huge avalanche of change and being like it's a slow slow yeah, process yeah it's exactly it is <laughs> right it is um and also social media is bullshit <laughs> no it really is like people see the best always mm, um, that's what I mean. we're not going to be posting those soul-searching conversations or what happens when she doesn't like a partner i think i honestly kind of want to like pick your brain about that if you've ever had an experience where your primary yep. doesn't like mm-hmm. one of your potential or a current partner um, like, what's that like? And like, what happens? So, uh, my primary partner is, we are currently long distance mm. and we have no plans of being um, closer to each other in terms of like, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's a relationship escalator thing and we both don't subscribe to that anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like marriage is kind of like a thing that just doesn't, like, we're not thinking about that. Um, but yeah, so I've had many conversations with him about, um, people I'm like crushing on or potentials mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And he always, like, picks my brain about how, like, how is this benefiting you? How are you going to um, delegate your finite amount of energy and time? Right. And how will it affect us? Yeah. And that's something I always have to think about in um, my own behavior, because I know I dive headfirst into mm-hmm. everything, and I'm just, yes, like, so too. excited me about too. this new person in my life, and they seem great. Yeah. And I don't look at any red flags because <laughs> I fucking look at the world with yeah. rose-colored glasses. Yeah. And I want to see the best in everyone. But I also, like, he reels me back and he asks the hard questions and I really appreciate him for it. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, like, I think that shows to me that your primary is doing the difference between kind of, like, objectively talking about a potential partner and then subjectively yeah. subjectively talking about a potential partner. Like, that's what I love about whenever you talk about your primary or your discussions <laughs> about it because 
for me, all I see is just love. Like, that's all I see. And then I see this kind of like, I know we always talk about, you know, the ideal is having your best friend and your lover all in one. And I low-key, like, do kind of see that when he's looking out for you and being like, (laughs) so what's this person going to contribute to your life? Like, that's what I love. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, that brings us to the next topic in my mind, which is just simply, I know a lot of people, or at least if I were in a monogamous mindset, I would kind of ask, well, how can you do that? Are you sure? Because people get jealous, you know? Like, oh, jealousy is a great you, topic. <laughs> yeah, like, how can you say that he's just saying all those things, especially if he's picking on somebody because he's not just jealous, you know? Like, what is what would you say about that? I would say that uh, it's a myth that jealousy doesn't exist in yes, yeah. relationships because jealousy is a human emotion. And we all experience it. And mm-hmm. the thing that, for myself, I've had to unlearn and unpack. So, mm-hmm. like, in the beginning, my first polyamorous relationship, I had to, um, we discussed this before, um, really unpack, like, what was making me feel insecure yes. and jealous. And, like, in my own self, like, I was a very toxic, possessive person because of, like, what I had been, I guess, like, conditioned or, like, the media or whatever it was that yeah. like made me think that I had to only be in a relationship yeah. in one sort of mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just like, I don't know, the insecurities that I had were very personal and they were very like, why am I not good enough? Like why yeah. am, as me as one person, why can I not be the one end all be all thing yes, for my so partner? True. Oh my God. And I didn't yeah. understand that. And I yeah. was very, very against polyamory. In the yeah. Um, but I think it's really important to acknowledge that you have it and that mm-hmm. you feel it if you do feel it, when you feel it. And be like, why? Why am I feeling this? Yeah. Way? So like, I'm gonna example when I've seen my partner mm-hmm. with another of one of their partners. Mm-hmm. Just like I feel like that immediate immense pang of like jealousy of like, mm. wait, that's not me. Mm. And then I'm like, wait, no, this person makes them very happy. Yeah. And I respect that and I love that. And as long as that's happening, right? The happy, healthy, safe, all of those good things, consent, all of those nice things then I'm happy. Yeah. And if there's any ever a moment like that they are no longer like together or they're they're going through something mm-hmm. and then I still feel like it's important to be open to hearing that. Right. Even if it like has literally nothing to do with me other than mm-hmm. like it's affecting my partner. Right. No, I totally feel that. I mean, Lord, like <laughs> woo, <laughs> talking about jealousy, I think it's hard. Yeah, it's really so difficult natural. to acknowledge and like admit it. Yeah. <laughs> no, especially because um I think when you're poly, you want to kind of be like, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but feel when, like you're blasé. You're like, I don't feel that. Exactly. Like, yeah. You're like, <laughs> hey, we're so casual. I'm we a higher being. Right, no, you totally get it. And like, that's the thing that always just catches me off guard is when I know that I'm in a poly relationship and yet I still feel yeah. that just, it's like, but why, where does it, why would I, why should I feel that way if I'm like in a relationship with them, what am I jealous of? Yeah. And then that's like a moment of self-introspection. Yes, of course. And yeah. it's like so caught off guard because I'm like, oh, damn, so many years past and I'm still, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thankfully, I mean, um, to my primary, if you're hearing this, no, I'm not jealous of your boo. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a good egg. He gets an A plus from me. So I'm not jealous. But I do know that feeling of being so enraptured in like a moment when you first meet somebody new and like for me I think it's kind of I want to make sure that I don't create any opportunities for jealousy yeah um because I share so many of the qualities that you Moon Pai share which is like 
wanting to just kind of dive right in and like being caught up in the moment. And I think that's one of the best things that we do, which is being caught up in the moment. But then it's also, fun at the time. Yeah, exactly. But then if you aren't like stepping back and like, right, realizing yeah. what you're doing and like, is this like sustainable? Like what right. am I doing? Do I just crush on this person? Yeah. Like, what is this? You yeah, know? exactly. Like, like to reel back a little right. bit. <laughs> and, like what do I want? And mm-hmm. what do they want? Yeah. Like, um, what is this to them? What is this to absolutely. me? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so with that in mind, are you comfortable about talking about how many partners you currently have? I would say I have three. Mm-hmm. There's, um, my primary partner and then I don't have labels for the mm-hmm. other ones because yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. it is just what it is and right. it works for us. Right. And I love them both very dearly. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like pretty new, but I really, really like them. Aww. <laughs> it was kind of an accident, but it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, right. is, it is great. <laughs> Yeah, they're people that I definitely, like, respect and admire, mm-hmm. and I really love the things that they do, like, they're both very, well, actually, all my primary, all of my partners are very creative people, and I, myself, am also a creative person, so right. I gravitate towards that. Yeah. They're all creative in such different ways, though, like, mm-hmm. um, my primary partner is a musician, he is very crafty, he does everything, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Um, the other people, like, are, like, also do circus, or, yeah. um... Uh, what was it? What did I say? Photography? Yeah. <laughs> is that the word? <laughs> yes, photography is the word. Um, <laughs> trying to keep this PG. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of curious, so do you have plans? Not like plans. I know that sounds so weird, but I've been kind of thinking about my own polyamory practice. And like one thing I've noticed is that I actually just gravitate towards having two primary partners it right. sounds so weird but I was actually kind of thinking about this we concept. talked about this over the summer yeah we yeah. did we did um but just to clue our listeners in it's like for me I know in polyamory we've got this primary partner this anchor partner and then right. we have other people mm-hmm. and like the reason why I think I didn't have a lot of trouble explaining polyamory to my previous partners is because when I was their partner I wasn't searching anymore right like I felt like I would in a monogamous relationship except I just had another partner and right. like yeah that was it and there was no surprise like there wasn't like a oh well potentially I might and like if we do then we you know if we cross that bridge we'll talk follow. about it yeah exactly yeah. there just wasn't that kind of thing mm-hmm. because for me sexually I'm pretty fulfilled like with one partner exploration and if we want group play I think that's something altogether separate and not long term yeah um so for me it's like I found that over the years while I do say I'm polyamorous a lot of people kind of assume that polyamory equals looking like polyamory is constantly conflated with polyfuckery exactly aka cheating slash doing whatever yeah you want yeah (laughs) no that's totally true it's not what it is (laughs) yeah and like I quickly found that out through well the hard way which is the internet Mm -hmm. I call that the hard way because nobody really listens to you on the internet except Um, you guys thank you (laughs) yes right thank you very much um but I kept on getting these dm requests of people being like can I take you out? You say you're poly, you know, like, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And I'd just be like, how do I say I'm fulfilled? And for a time, I almost felt like I was fake polyamorous because I felt like a bunch of the poly people around me had consistently more partners than right. I did. And like being the Aries that I am, <laughs> it felt like a competition to me. And like, that was toxic. Obviously now I don't really care, you know, whatever. You have one partner, two partners, three five, six, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a problem to me. 
But I knew that in my mind, like, I felt that as... Imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt that if I only had two partners and that it's not, I, Yeah. Like, enough to be right. poly. <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's how it yeah. felt to me, I guess. And, like, I don't know my thoughts on this. Or, like, I guess what I want to ask you is kind of, like, at what point do you feel like you're kind of... Either you're in the mood, you're... How do you slot someone in? Like, that's what I feel. Like, how do you like, allow someone in your orbit? Because you say three people, it's a lot of people to juggle, right? Yes. And, like, you also are human. You find people attractive, whatever. And so, like, what is that like? I self-identify as a wholesome hoe. <laughs> I'm a cuddle slut. <laughs> um, I love meeting new people, and I like getting excited about them. I love falling mm-hmm. in love and then, you know, not. Yeah. Like, I love the adrenaline, the excitement, and, like, all of those good right. chemicals in your brain. Yeah. You are getting to know a new person. Like, that right. is what I'm obsessed with. And it is a problem sometimes, but I think when I enter anything, even, like, new friendships, I'm just like, hi, I'm Moonpie, I'm polyamorous, is that a problem? <laughs> like, <laughs> let me know now, because if it's a problem for you, then we can't be friends. And, yeah. like, we can't continue from this point on. Mm-hmm. You, you need to know, like, some baseline things about me. You know? Of course, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that everyone operates very differently in polyamorous yeah. relationships. Yeah. There is, like, a classic, like, version of, like, uh, I'm going to give an example of some friends that I have. That, like, they're married, mm-hmm. and they each have a partner. Yeah. But their partners are not each other's partners. Yeah. They're just all kind of this, like, cute little, like, molecule family. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. molecule or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, a dynamic where there's three people, and mm-hmm. it's literally a polycule, and they're all dating each other. Yeah. And it's adorable, and yeah. I love it. But um, everyone's version of polyamory is very different, and yeah. that's what I'm trying to tell people who have been asking me recently. Um, my DMs are open for questions about life and advice, not uh, dick pics and hey. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think everyone operates differently. And yeah. I think it's all valid, and I think it just, if it works for you and whoever else involved, then it works. Yeah. As long as you're open and communicative about it, then it's fine. Yeah. Do you ever feel overwhelmed with the amount oh, of Oh, constantly. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. I'm more, overwhelmed. More. My best friends are overwhelmed. <laughs> like, at one point, my one of my best friends had a list because she couldn't keep track of all the guys oh, I was dating. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a fun summer, okay? Um, but that's not to say that, like, I was fucking everybody. It was mm. just kind of like, I was really interested in this person. And yeah. I wanted to know, like, where they stood in my life and, mm-hmm. like, at what, you know, level of closeness we were going to reach. And, like, that, all, that shit all takes time. Right. No, absolutely. Um... That's just so interesting to me and kind of like, I think another thing is that when you're poly, it's not that all of your relationships are on the same level. I'm assuming that you're not physically intimate with every single partner. Oh God, no. (laughs) Yeah. So like, how do you kind of like, what makes you kind of, I don't know. I just have so many questions. Like say more (laughs) about that. Like, how is it when you're kind of juggling so many different relationships where you're all romantically Mm -hmm. linked, you're romantically linked with each one of them, right? Either you have a crush on them or whatever. I'm a demisexual, pansexual person. So I have to be emotionally involved. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like you're emotionally involved because of the demi part. And so like, how is it that it's like, it makes in your mind? I don't know. Just like, I want to pick your brain about it. Tell me more. When I think about, like, my three people, the, mm-hmm. like, they are my big three because I am more mindful of them, and mm. I care a lot more about their life. Not that, like, I care about everybody, but, like, I would be, like, if I see a wiener dog, of course I'm going to send it to my primary. <laughs> if I see something, like, ridiculously meme, I'm going to send it to everybody. You know, like, right, it's yeah. just kind of, like, there's little things that remind me of them, mm-hmm. and then, like, that makes me think of them over whoever else, you right. know? And it's yeah. kind of the same as, like, having a really close friend mm-hmm. for me. Um, and in that, like, I am juggling 
like a lot of crushes because mm-hmm. I just I just really like those people. And yeah, I think they're great, and I want to know them a little bit more. Right, and that's kind of all it is. Yeah, like no, I just I want to spend more time with them and like have a better like relationship or dynamic with them. And yeah. whether or not we get intimate or sexual or whatever it is, like that doesn't matter to me really. Mm, okay. Um, it's I know that like I do I'm like a human and I feel primal urges and all of that. Right. Like, I think that when I dove into each of those relationships, it was kind of just like, I really, really like you and I would like this to continue. And mm-hmm. if this can be a thing that yeah. like we both acknowledge in the same manner, like mm-hmm. we both respect each other's like limits and expectations and boundaries and all of those things. Like those are all things that are still discussed. Right. Yeah. Like constantly throughout these relationships. Yeah. They're not something that is just like how I felt in monogamous relationships where like we're together now. So that's a given. Like nothing's mm-hmm. a given. It's yeah. always a conversation. And I told my primary partner when we actually, like, I say primary just because, like, we've been together for so long. Yeah. But, like, the conversation we had earlier about it was literally, like, I've been talking to my friends about you as if you're my primary. Is that a thing? And he was like, yeah, I've been doing the same thing. <laughs> so that's when we decided to be right. each primaries. But I don't really, like, view or value him more or less than any of the other two people mm, that I'm with. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> but, true, like, yeah. for, for crushes and, like, things that are kind of more fleeting, like, mm-hmm. that's what they are. They're, yeah. they're pretty fleeting, and, like, I'm fine with them not really going anywhere unless yeah. I'm, like, really pushing for it. Of course, yeah. And then I have to tell myself, why are you pushing for it? And then, right. again, it's those questions of, like, what is this going to benefit? Yes. We're going back. We're circling back to that, like, how is this going to benefit you? How are you allocating your finite energy and time? Yes, yeah. And, like, you know, what is it? How is it affecting you and your life? Yeah, I love those questions. <laughs> like, super important questions. I mean, big JPR those, energy. <laughs> yeah, like, for those who are not poly, I think those are a question that you should ask yourself anyway, in terms yeah. of friendships, too, mm-hmm. and, like, connections that you have within your life. Um, and I'm kind of curious, because we've been talking about being poly in, like, a pretty positive light. And it is. It's benefited our lives, I think, pretty positively. But I'm a better person for it. Yeah, I would <laughs> say that... I mean, it's made me more willing to communicate and be more mindful mm-hmm. of people's mm-hmm. time and space and, like, kind of the my role in their lives. I don't know. It's, Honesty yeah. is, like, super important. No, it I, is. It's forced me to be a lot more willing to be vulnerable yes, and yeah. to, like, find the words for how I'm feeling mm. and to express them in a way that isn't, like, emotionally charged. Mm-hmm. Like, it's conversation... To have where you're like, I am feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to project those feelings onto you. Yeah. I'm just telling you that this has made me feel this way. Yeah. And this is why. And like, take it or leave it. Like, just right. let me know what you think. You yeah. Know? I agree and that it's made me a better person. Um, but the reason why I said that we were talking a lot about the positives is because I don't want my followers to think that if your relationship is falling apart, that poly is the way to go. Oh, I it's think, not a scapegoat. Yeah, it's not a way I, out. <laughs> I really don't want my followers because I hear a lot of people um, telling me, especially, well, no, it's actually, I wouldn't go with either gender because both of them come equally proportionate to me. I get girls telling me, my dom you know, lately has been pushing for polyamory. Should I do it? And then I get a lot of doms coming to me and being like, I want multiple subs. So how did you do it? You know, and like, I'm not saying once again, I don't want to push this kind of like gender stereotype where men are such like horny dogs and like all they want are just like multiple women to subject to them. Um, Although a lot of the people DMing me, um, you guys should check yourself. Anyways, but- Oh my God. (laughs) My thing is that it's super real because I'm so tired of people like glamorizing this poly lifestyle. And I want to ask you, like, what 
was the hardest thing about the transition to being poly or still to this day of being poly. It, again, it all boils down to communication mm-hmm. and expressing what your needs and wants are. Yeah. And seeing if whoever you're with can, like, if those can be met. Yeah. And I think, again, I said this before, but, like, polyamory is not polyfuckery and you can't mm. just do whatever the fuck you want. And for me, I've entered relationships where um, both of the guys I was seeing were monogamous. Mm. And I was like, hey, I'm this, and I'm figuring this out, and is that okay? We were both cool with it, but, like, those relationships ended for whatever reason they did, and I'm not sure if it, like, super had anything to do with me being a polyamorous person, but it was harder to enter a relationship with someone monogamous. So if you are currently in a monogamous dynamic, which, like, I was at the time when I started being polyamorous, it was super difficult to get out of that mindset, to be like, why am I not good enough, like, all of those insecurities and jealous feelings and, like, mm-hmm. the possessiveness and right. jealousy and all of those things are super valid and you still feel those things as a polyamorous person. You're human. Whatever. Yeah. It's just really difficult unless you both really want it in a monogamous relationship because one person or the other may feel, like, you know, not good enough. Or yeah. the other one's, like, yeah. trying to express that, like, it's not that. It's that there are other things that you cannot give me and it's fine yeah. that you can't do that for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to not want to be, like... Yeah. Excuse me. Everything for somebody. And, like, that mindset, I feel, is very toxic. Yeah. And I know very, very functional monogamous relationships, like, people who are in those things. Yeah. And I also just think that they have such a higher level of communication as well. Yeah. I'm not saying monogamy is bad. Yeah. It's just a different dynamic. Right. And, if anything, I challenge my monogamous listeners to be more communicative. If they are, like, oh, I wish that. It's like, well, let your partner know your wishes. Couch in a way where it's objective, what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and not a blame game. Um, yeah. For me, I would have to say that I just, like you, I just get caught up in the moment. And I find myself being unable to properly allocate my time equally yeah. between my partners. So for those who don't know, and I are long distance um I'm also long distance with all of my partners right yeah so um she and I have been LDR for so long that it's kind of like how we know our relationship to be however even though I'm comfortable with it it's not like I constantly know how to navigate it or I'm like able to navigate it to the best of my abilities because you know once again my attention goes elsewhere or whatever. And I've had to have some real, in a way, kind of like, they're not fun talks. Like, yeah. they're necessary, but not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel growth afterwards, and I feel humbled by my partner's honesty. And I am thankful for her to be able to go through and and kind of like tell me, because I know it's hard to tell somebody something, especially when what you're telling them is not like, flowers and like roses and candy and like all that like it's really happy stuff. like the soil yeah. underneath like to yeah, make your exactly. roots stronger. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, hey, I've it's been dirty. <laughs> it's yeah. just the earth, you know? Like it's no. just, it's yeah. nitty gritty and you have to talk about it and you have to process it and it's really hard to just bring up. Exactly. And and it's like, I've noticed that you just haven't been present with me and that's just, it's so painful to hear somebody you love tell you that. It's so hard. Um, but long story short, that's to me the most difficult part is that I think a lot of people think of polyamory as the beginning part, which is the crush part, which is fine because that is really fun. But with anything, you have to put time and like effort into it. So if you're not willing to grow a relationship, 
And if all you want to do is just be open rather than poly, then like that's a discussion and that's something you have to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people can't have the you know, responsibility of maintaining multiple relationships. So I would say maybe be open instead, instead mm-hmm. of thinking that poly is what you want. Um, but I just want to stress that you have to put effort into this. This yes. is not something that magically comes and all of a sudden once now that you're poly, everything is so cool now and like your communication skills have improved by 10 points because it's the poly god. And like, oh it's not a video game. You didn't exactly. level up in life because yeah. you decided to slap a label no, on yourself. No, seriously. Um, I think I would call um, most dynamics non-monogamy mm. rather than polyamory because I think that a lot of people... Like, again, I'm saying every dynamic is different, but, like, when you put a label on something, you're putting yourself in a box. Mm. And um, non-monogamy can be, like, polyamory. It can be open. It can be whatever. Like, I feel like that's, for me, a more umbrella term in terms of things. Like, when I say I'm polyamorous, it's because, like, I am trying to maintain several relationships, and I'm also actively pursuing other people. Mm. (laughs) Um, And that's just kind of how I am. But there are a lot of people who are just, like, open in their relationships and that's fine too but I wouldn't say that they're polyamorous and I don't know if they would be even identifying themselves as that way well thank you so much I mean honestly I think one of the best ways to talk about this topic is through an informal conversation I've always found it kind of hard to talk about polyamory when I'm just speaking into an ether which is a lot of the times when I do the Q&A on my story what ends up happening is that I talk into an ether. Um, well, you guys do DM me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, that's why I enjoy talking to you about it because we practice it so differently. Um, but at the roots, I think it's also very, very similar, especially when we talk about how our attention is being allocated or misallocated and those, oh shit, you too moments. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like girl, you too. Um, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank anything? You. Yeah, you're a huge inspiration for me. No, no, no. Um, anything you want to add? Like anything you want to plug? Um, you can do my that. Instagram is Rainbow Suncake. <laughs> um, like we will. Me. We will add it into the bio. And um, yeah, if you'd like to, if you guys want more on polyamory, if you guys have more questions about it, I know this was so informal that we didn't even ask you guys what you wanted to hear. If you guys would like to ask us more questions i'm sure that we could probably rope moon pie in for another episode so down. <laughs> um little known fact or big known fact she's also a pet player oh yeah i do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um hopefully we'll see her again soon um and until next time thanks guys for listening thanks for having me bye <laughs>